find where I fit in, believe me Life ain't no game and nothing good comes freely I done learned the hard way, burns and you turns up I done seen the hard days, learn from my mistakes But mama told me just hit the pause play We don't rewind, gotta let God set the pace, set the race, call the shots It's hard knowing that you hot when you stuck up on the block Come on. Knowing you can cook but can't afford the pot Told me that he loved me, never got a rock If you can make it through today, that's another hit song. That means there's another opportunity. Yes, yes, it feels so good to be back from the sunny state of Florida. Oh, what a feeling. As much as I wish I can hang by the poolside a little bit longer and chill with friends and family just a little bit longer, it felt so good to touch down in the state, my home state of New Jersey. I missed my friends. I missed my family. I missed my boyfriend friend I missed my dog and my cat yes yes it felt so good to touch down to my regular routine but it felt so good to get away equally as good to get away from it all for a little bit and even though I work remotely it felt so good to just change my environment for a little bit versus going to the office every day it felt so good to work in front of a pool with palm trees and warm weather while winter was still trying to hang in a little bit longer in New Jersey. But now that I'm back and I flew back into 60, 70, and 80 degree weather in New Jersey, I feel like, oh, what a feeling. Oh, what a feeling. I got my garden on this weekend. If some of you guys don't know, and many of you do know, I have a green thumb. I really do. So when I came back this weekend, I got to tell you, or last week, I should say I came back. But when I came back, one of the first things I did over the weekend was I went to Lowe's and I got my raised bed soil. I got my top soil. I got my pot soil. I got some fertilization, some manure. And I got busy this weekend, this weekend, yes, in my garden. I got the onions going. I got the Brussels sprouts going. I got, well, the strawberries, my strawberries took over from last year. They just started coming up again, and I was shocked. I guess some seeds must have mixed in in my rose garden, and now I have strawberries, um, strawberry leaves popping up, so I guess they must have spread. My roses are looking good. They're coming back strong. My azaleas are coming back strong. What other things did I plant this year? I got my sweet peppers, my chili peppers. I got some garlic going. I got romaine lettuce going. Man, what else do I got? I got a ton of I got a ton of stuff going. You guys, I got such a green thumb that my neighbors came over this weekend when I was in my backyard. And they're like, what are we growing this year? And I'm like, we. And I had to laugh a little bit. And I told them, I'm like, oh, we got four types of tomatoes going. We got cucumbers going. Uh, we got, you know, corn going. They're like, oh, great. I don't have to go to the farmer's market in a few weeks because the farmer's market's now in your backyard because 
I am that neighbor, you guys. I really am. I am the neighbor who shares with the community because we have to understand something. If you're a gardener, and even if you're not, if you're not a gardener, take heed to this. When things start to grow and they're really in their prime, about another six to eight weeks, when things are really starting to really grow and they're blooming, especially tomatoes, they come with a vengeance. Like they grow faster than you can consume. So what happens is I will, you know, I'll get the, I'll cut the tomatoes off. I'll cut the Brussels sprouts off. I'll cut the, I'll clip the oregano, you know, whatever else, the thyme, the rosemary, and I'll put it in bags and I'll distribute it to, you know, my two or three neighbors that I'm, I, I tend to have relationships with, you know, obviously professional relationships, neighborly relationships with, and I'll put it up and I'll label stuff and I'll give it to them and they, and they eat it, right? And so it's better than it going to waste uh, because what happens is if you leave it out there and you don't clip it, it does not promote new growth. Also what happens is, if you leave it out there, it promotes, uh, it, like it attracts bugs and pests. And also certain, certain herbs, typically it's herbs, right? Um, and, and celery too. I, I did not grow celery this year because of this reason. Uh, but certain herbs and celery attract caterpillars. And for those of you who don't know the life cycle of a caterpillar, caterpillars turn to butterflies. So what happens is in the stage of a caterpillar, it then forms a cocoon and then there's literally nothing you can do unless you have no heart ye of no soul there's nothing you can do when that caterpillar forms a cocoon you then must wait for that cocoon to then patch into a butterfly and if you have no soul then it you won't care and then you'll just clip it and toss it right but i have a soul and a heart and i am one with the one with nature so once the caterpillars find their home in my garden and then they cocoon, I tend to leave that space alone. And I'm also taking it a step further and then I protect the space. And then I treat it as if those are my pets for the season. And I didn't wanna become that invested with the caterpillars this year. So anything that attracted that type of emotion from last year for me, I left it alone this year. I played it safe. So with that being said, now that you guys know I'm a complete weirdo or just one with nature, um, I played it safe with my vegetation this year and what I planted. I was very strategic and where I placed things and, um, you know, where I laid things. If I put stuff by the windows where I put stuff by the fence and et cetera, et cetera. So that's a little bit about what I did when I got back from the sunny state of Florida and a little bit about my personal life when it comes to gardening. But it's all it's all uh, to say this. When it comes to the corporate climb, right? And your corporate climb, gardening gives me peace. I love my job and I love my profession. But there are some days, no day is 100% perfect. There are some days where you come home and you're stressed or you're upset or bothered by something or you just need to get away and you take a break. And since I can't jump on a plane and go to Florida all the time, when I need a break and I need to get away, my garden is my sanctuary. So this is my time of year where my mental well-being is really at bay because I'm in my glory for the next six months probably where when I come home, I'm in my garden, you know, I'll pour a glass of wine, I'll put on some jazz and I will just clip and watch things grow and I will water my garden and I'll, you know, give stuff to the neighbors and, you know, all that kind of stuff because that's what gives me peace. It gives me balance. I encourage you guys during your corporate climbs to find something that gives you balance as well. 
this podcast gives me balance too, but it's a different type of balance, right? So I have my gardening, I have my balance, I have the gym. So I have three areas where I resort to to detach from my professional life, right? Because that comes with stress at times. Um, most, I want to say 70% of my professional life is actually not stressful for me, but there's times where it is. So when I need to just detach, I go to those three outlets, the gym, the podcast or my creative art side or my gardening. Um, before a quick, just come home, unwind, it's my garden. And it just gives me such a peace. I love it. I really do love it. I love planting and watching things come alive. I love taking care of things. Um, and that garden gives that to me. So I encourage you to find something that provides you your peace, your sanctuary, and your balance. Oh, dear. Oh, oh, oh. What's up, D? That was quite the entrance. Sparky, what's going on with you? You're late, but that's I, better than ever, I, I, right? I couldn't better figure out ever. the door. You changed up a little bit in here. It's a, it's a little bit different now. I mean, I'm, I'm a little discombobulated <laughs> coming back from vacation, man. Yeah. What's going on with yeah, you? Yeah, man. Listen, we, we're changing we're changing the script in season two. We haven't even gotten to that part of the show, but it looks different because the vibe is different. The energy is different because the show is different. I feel it. And we're going to get into that, Sparky. I, I love when you come because you're able to allow me to spin the show back on track exactly where it needs to go so you haven't you haven't told the people the mission of season two i have not you, you, I, I'm, yeah. I'm assuming we haven't told them the good news uh, I have, have we told them i have not told everyone the good news well it's good news to me and i'm glad it's good news to you but this season season two on the corporate climb show we're gonna do things a little different here we're gonna do things with purpose we're gonna have intention we had intention last season but we're gonna have more intention it's going to make more sense this year season two we are going to provide you a little bit more jersey a little bit more femininity a little bit more underground, a little bit more rugged, a little bit more conversation, a little bit more connecting the dots. Mm. And I know I'm saying a whole lot of nothing right now, but I promise you, I promise you, it will make sense after Sparky gives a big <laughs> shout out to our partners. Yes. Take it away. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And when we say a little bit more Jersey, we need a little bit more Jersey music. Yes. We're going to have purpose and intention behind the music we play this season most of the music will be from new jersey artists and many if not 90 percent of the music we play will not only be from new jersey artists they will be from unknown artists and this is important because that holds home and dear to d but she'll get into that as the season unravels itself but I'm not going to steal any more of that thunder. Back to our partners. Big shout out to HRMA of Princeton, Soul Hire LLC, and Garden State Council of Sherem. Back to you, Dee. Yes, yes. This season, we're going to be playing music with a little bit more purpose and a little bit more intention. Not saying that the music that we played last season didn't have intention or purpose, but this season, I'm going to play a little bit more music that holds true to my home state of New Jersey. So this season, it is my promise and my guarantee that every episode, we are going to be playing artists that were born 
in the state of New Jersey. And more specifically, I am going to guarantee that you will hear at least one song from an unknown artist from the state of New Jersey. That's right. I'm calling all up and coming artists or any artist that wants to be heard and isn't getting a chance to be heard. You can be heard on my podcast. You know why? Well, that's for a later part of the season. But it holds dear and true to my heart that I make sure that this is me paying it forward. I would like to give all artists that I think deserve a shot to have a shot. So listen, that's what the name of the game is. We're going to be playing music from unknown artists and artists from all across the state of New Jersey. I'm talking Queen Latifah, Simone Hines, Sarah Dash, Coyle Ray, Lady Luck, Francis Day, and Tonique Smith, and more. Oh, and by the way, Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston is from Newark. I'm sorry, you don't have to agree with me, but the facts are the facts. Whitney Houston is from Newark, New Jersey, so you will be hearing a lot more Whitney this season. But for now, here's Queen Latifah, one of my favorite records of all times, UNITY. Take it away. Latifah. 
Yes. Queen Latifah's from the Oranges. She sure is. North New Jersey, she's from the Oranges. Her mom actually was a school teacher up until very recently in, I believe, in East Orange. Um, even with the success and fame that Queen Latifah found, her mom still stayed a public school teacher in the New Jersey school system up until very, very recently. Um, so that that's a fun fact for you. I love Queen Latifah. She always kept it real. She's one of my favorite artists, um, a, a musical influence of mine. And we'll get into that much, much later in the season, or as the season continues, I should say. But appropriately, the music that you hear in the background, the instrumental... The Fugees, Killing Me Softly. Lauren Hill, also born Newark, New Jersey. You don't believe me? Google it. Google never lies, for the most part. <laughs> yes, this season is going to be so intentional. You're going to be hearing artists from Jersey, the known and the unknown. I am going to guarantee that I will be playing one unknown artist each episode during season two from New Jersey. But it is also my guarantee that these unknown artists will be very carefully selected. I have a very specific palette for music. I will not be playing artists that I do not feel are ready to be heard or are just saying stuff just to say it. I am looking for true artists creative artist, lyricist, and artist to embody what it is to be an MC, artist to embody what it is to have a gift and really own that and cherish it. I am not looking for artists to be a part of the show and be showcased on the show who are going to be um, advertising uh, things that are not promoting a positive world. Um, I am not looking for artists to come on the show who are going to be dropping F-bombs and end this and end that every other line or talking about, you know, drugs and all types of stuff. I don't mind if you talk about that in your songs, uh, that, you know, that is a part of life, but I do not want that to be the center of the the basis for your artistry because there is so much more to your artistry than that. Um, you know, music is supposed to be a place where we can inspire and we can uplift and we can tell stories to influence and we can tell stories to hopefully allow someone to go on and tell their story. But it is certainly not a platform where we can go on to encourage someone to take what we say and go on to do bad things and encourage them to shoot up schools or, you know, go on and sell drugs or, or whatever it may be. I've never felt like music was that platform for that. Um, music is a place where us as artists go on to express ourselves and hopefully our expression can go on to inspire other people to express themselves. And it is a, it is a place of outlet and release, but it is certainly not a place where we should be on and hope that other people take what we say and use it to twist and turn and allow to um, catapult that into a negative experience for somebody else or even for themselves or harm themselves or other people. So I'm not going to, and I promise you that I will not be playing music that is encouraging bad behavior or violence. I will promise you that. Um, but I will also not not play music that talks about those things if the artist 
has a purpose behind the lyrics that talk about those things because that is a part of life and if that is an element of that individual's story and it needs to be heard as a part of their journey and their climb then i have no problem playing it but it just can't be the center of their focus mm. so if that makes sense then that makes sense and the show will go on that how's that? That, that that sounds good to me that makes sense you have to follow very closely but that certainly makes sense d there is an artist that you recently have taken a liking to um out of franklin new jersey uh the name is nata if we're saying that correctly n-a-t-a out of franklin new jersey uh if you want to talk about that a little bit yeah you know i'm really big on underground artists that are trying to be heard um and because i'm from new jersey it's equally as important that the artists that are trying to be heard that uh they come from my home state because that's where i'm from a little bit biased uh oh, another bias of mine is uh females that are trying to be heard in the industry because there's not many of us uh especially many of us coming out of new jersey um and so when i came across nata if i'm saying that correctly n-a-t-a I noticed that this female MC, she's truly an MC, a master of ceremonies, she has this flow that is just so hip hop. And you don't hear that too often from artists that are in her age bracket. So I'm just gonna go ahead and play this record. It's called 94. Check it out. Picking doors, my prayers slip through the gateway. Ghetto sing alongs as soon as I hit a bass play. He say, she say, never part of the hate trade. Saying an opinion could never start on my pay rate. What? Big stepping like top floors. Only stay the cause, you probably heard it before. And giving no remorse, still never taking a loss. Uh, please give it the applause, 94. How dare you embarrass me today on the radio like that, Marcus? Nada, it's my job to talk that way on the radio. You know, I don't mean it like that, though. You she not, said, saying an opinion man, could never start on my pay rate. That means your opinion does not matter. I'm not paying you for your opinion. It can never be on my pay rate. Period. Wow. Talk about confidence. Talk about cockiness. Talk about knowing your value. Your opinion could never be on my pay rate. What I love about this video is it's also so creative. She takes a scene from Martin where Martin talked about Gina on the radio and thought it was funny. And when he came home, Gina didn't find that funny. So she reenacts that scene in this music video and uses it as a, a skit. You got to check out the music video on YouTube, but it's actually very clever and very creative. So I love that about her. You have to check out the music video and then she goes right back into the music after the skit. It's very cool. Let me play the music for you again. Let's continue. You won. You won. You won. <laughs> Pick a score, the tallies ain't really big enough. Still the jig is up, my diamond already built for rough. The linen tuck, my fabric ain't for the interrupts. Skip the intermission, my palm toe in the winner's cup. What the? Ma, why would you do that? Didn't I tell you to go wash the dishes after school? But I was watching something on TV. Well, I'm telling you to go wash the dishes now. God, like every time, don't. And I better not hear nothing else. This video's great. <laughs> oh Lord, these kids. <laughs> Jesus, help me. That's cute. Oh, that's yeah. I love that. Alright, on that note. We'll be right back after this commercial this is break. Good. Yeah.
Dude, this is great. This is great. So basically this season, just to put it in a in a in a in a summary for everyone, this season what we're gonna be doing is we're going to continue to talk about our experiences as emerging leaders and minority women slash minority women climbing up the corporate ladder and what we our experience is doing that the struggles that we go through the adversity that we face we're going to be um telling stories and 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 maybe and hopefully giving advice to people and helping them get through their journeys and and providing them new um ways of going about things and and hopefully allowing people to feel like you know you're not alone in this corporate climb that other people have have walked in those shoes they've walked a mile and hear it from from this point of view and maybe it'll help you take that perspective into your Monday through Friday or whenever you go to work and, and apply it, right? At the same token, what we're also going to be doing is still incorporating the music because that's what we do. We incorporate business and culture, right? And put it into one platform. But the music that we're going to be playing is going to be more intentional. The music that we're going to be playing is going to be primarily artists that are coming out of New Jersey or that have come from New Jersey. And we're also going to be one artist per episode unless there's just no music that impresses us uh, during that week, you know. But hopefully we find one artist, up-and-coming artist per episode that is coming out of New Jersey. So this season, season two, is really going to be musically focused and centered around artists that are up and coming out of New Jersey or artists that have come out of New Jersey. And we are really going to be trying to just pull most of those artists that have up and that have come from New Jersey, right? They're going to be predominantly women that we're going to be playing, right? Yep. It's it's the season. Yep. And the up and coming artists, you know, we're going to be playing as many up and coming artists out of New Jersey that are women as we can. You don't have to be a hip hop artist. We, we'll play people that are playing violin or piano, you know, we'll play spoken word. We'll play anything you want to play. Uh, country music, right? But it has to be coming out of New Jersey. We're also going to be open and playing any of the men that are coming out of New Jersey too, right? Up and coming sure. artists. Facts. But we're going to have a primary focus on following and highlighting the women that are doing awesome things this season so rock with us rock with us it's the season it's the season and again we're not going to take away from the men if there is up-and-coming artists out of new jersey that are you know identify as male and, and you guys want to rock with us we're, we're more than happy to listen to the listen to the music and if we like it we're happy to play it but this season we are really going to predominantly focus on just up-and-coming women right to highlight the great things that women are doing because it's the season. I can feel it. It's the season. It's my season. I can feel it. I can feel it. I was just, when I was out in Florida, we were out at um, this lounge. It was called the Leopard Lounge in West Palm. It was, it was, I, I swear to you, you had to be there to understand what I'm about to say, but I swear to you, I saw Caitlyn Jenner. I swear to you, I did. You don't have to believe me. If you weren't there, you weren't there. You're not going to understand it. But I swear to you, I was at the Leopard Lounge. I was hanging out with some friends, catching up with old friends, and I was with some family. And I looked to my right, and out of my mind my, my side of my corner of my eye, I looked, and I swear to you, I know who I saw, and it was definitely Caitlyn Jenner. But anyway, back to my story. We're all sitting at the bar, and we're having this conversation, and we were talking about if we could go back to any year of our lives, what would be our best year? 
Like, what year would we go to? What would we say? That was the best year of my life, and I want to go back there. And I looked at all, you know, the people I was with. I was with my aunt Tony, and you know, I was I was out with her friend Mona, and I hadn't seen Mona in like ten years, and we're all catching up. And then Mona had brought her friends because it was her birthday, whatever. Happy birthday, Mona! So we were out there, belated birthday. So we were out there, and I'm like thinking about it, and we're all talking about our best years, and I'm like, you know what, guys? Like, I'm not gonna front like this year. This, this year, this age, my, my year, right? From my birth date till present day, this has been my best year. And I wouldn't go back and I wouldn't want to rush forward. This has been my best year. I've had some not so fun times, sure. Ups and downs, left and rights, little scratches, bumps and bruises. But for the most part, hell yeah, this has been my year. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. This has been my year, and I hope that uh, I can send that energy out to the, everyone else listening. I hope this year is your year. I hope you're in your year right now, and I hope if you're not in your year, you get in your year. And until next week, see ya. We didn't want to be ya. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> so rude. Bye, guys. Take it